0: What's up, Banter fans? It's hey. episode 5 of Banter. I hardly know her. Um, this is the
1: Blake, the, the Blake, Blake Bortles, Bortles episode. The Blake Bortles episode. Oh, man. Just because he's such an absolute legend. He is a legend. In fact, we're going to read you some stats here real quick. Um, So, we're just going to start with this one. Blake Bortles and Tom Brady combined have 6 Super Bowl titles, 4 Super Bowl MVPs, 13 Pro Bowls, three MVPs, three first team All Pros, two NFL Offensive Player of the Year awards, Perry. Isn't that miraculous?
0: Wow, man, what a legend. Yeah. That Blake Bortles guy. I can't believe yeah. he got released. I know. By the Jaguars. Did you also know, Wes, that um, this year's NFL draft, they they picked, you know, a lot of defensive players, yeah. but not a single one has ever sacked, intercepted, or defeated Blake Bortles in a game? That's incredible. Wow. Dude is an animal.
1: Animal. Is there any other Bortles. stats on here? Blake Bortles Let's see. stats. Um,. Let's see. Blake oh, here Bortles. we go. Uh, despite winning three of the last four NBA Finals, the Golden State Warriors have never defeated Blake Bortles. Oh my gosh. How is he How is he a backup? Seriously. I don't know. I mean, wow. maybe the Colts should trade for him. Honestly. But, speaking of the Colts, that was a good win this week. Speaking of the Colts. Yeah, it was a good game. They fought hard.
0: Man, I, I thought we dodged a bullet a little bit. Um, still waiting to see if Vinatieri retires today. Um so,
1: yeah, I mean... has been said yet,
0: has it? Hasn't been said yet. I do not believe. I think I would have gotten an alert on my phone at this point. You know you what know. I don't
1: get, Perry? What? How did the Titans put up almost 40 points on the Browns? And then, I mean, they just didn't look good at all against the Colts. Oh, yeah. I, I, I
0: think the Browns fell into their own hype. Their own well, trap. their own little bucket of hype and then got stuck in it. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Like, they were like, oh, we're Super Bowl contenders. And then they come out and they're like, it's the Titans, you know. The Titans are not supposed to be that good, and they they uh they underestimate their opponent.
1: Yeah, but the, and the Titans somehow are always just mildly relevant. Their
0: defense is great. Yeah, the Titans' defense is is going to be a top ten defense this year, and they shut us down in the second half. Us being the Colts, and if not for that fifty five, I believe yard run by Jordan Wilkins yeah. in that last that drive, was, that was big. That got us inside of big. ten. We probably would not have scored. Um. So, and I mean that's not. Great great play by Jordan Wilkins. Also, that was probably the biggest defensive fart, brain fart they had. You think so? I do think. They, they kind of... The the two linebackers jumped the wrong gap, and he was wide open in the middle. And, yeah. You know, it happens. But, but great, great yeah. run by Jordan Wilkins. Yeah, Brissette had a good game. Brissette had, had a solid game. He had a couple little gaffes and uh, that pick, you know, just a barely missed throw. Good. Yeah. Great play by the defender. The fumble was more, I was like, okay, that was a sign of somebody who's, mm-hmm. you know, not having played that much, but... You know, overall, he, decent game. You know, he's. Uh, they set a stat during the game that he has the the lowest interception percentage in the history of the NFL. You really? See that stat? Yeah. I mean, he's only played like 17 what, like games, 17, something like yeah, that. Something crazy. So. That's pretty nuts, though. Yeah. Lowest interception Good for him. Fan, so, yeah, that is an interesting stat. You know, I don't know I'm, if that's true after he got that one pick, but if that changed. You know, it's only one. It's only one. It's only one. It's only one. But I mean, how many possible attempts does he have? It's got to have brought down. I don't know. Where did they draw that line? Uh yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's just yeah, I'm including anybody. But it was a good game. There was a lot of good games this week. Yeah, there was. That uh that Bears game was dink and dunk fest <laughs> Duh, and, Bears. until the 3 minutes that just everything went, you know, out the door. Like what was going on? I thought the Bears tried to give it to Flacco and <laughs> and the Bears or and the and the Broncos there at the end by I don't even know. The last drive, I don't even know. A couple good catches by Manuel Sanders, but Oh, what a guy. He's
1: Talented. For fun it's fact, smart. Perry was texting me during this game. He was like, "Are you going to watch this Bears game?" And I was like, "No, nah, it's probably going to be garbage." And then I get a text later on that said, "Joe Flacco just dropped a dime." Yeah, he,
0: he awesome. had it was the whole game. It's uncanny how many times he threw to his running backs really? checkdowns, like probably twenty times. He, threw, he just he just kept checking down. Snap, nobody's open. Checkdown. Snap, you know, over and mm-hmm. over. But then he threw a great pass to Emmanuel Sanders for that touchdown there. Uh, also. Wow. I definitely don't think the Bears should have had one second on the clock to kick that field goal. Ooh. A little hot take there. They, there was probably about if, if you know if you could see it broken down into tenths of seconds, there was probably about half a second left mm. when his knee hit the ground, mm. and that's and they they like immediately gave him the timeout. Like, I don't think you know. There's no way the refs actually can acknowledge the timeout in a with a half second left. I don't. Know. I don't know. They basically just acknowledged that. The Bears were planning on calling a timeout exactly when his knee went down, and that's what they did. Yeah,
1: tough. Though. I mean, like on Madden, you can call it instantly. So I
0: yeah. I, yeah, I just, I just I can't like I can't see that one being granted. I'm not a Bears fan or a Broncos fan. <laughs> Honestly, I probably want both of them to lose more than I want them to win. Because <laughs> uh, Flacco's really bad at quarterback, and Trubisky was picked over to Sean Watson. And so Trubisky's bad. Trubisky's also bad in, in,
1: uh, in comparison to Sean.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> remember when Joe Flacco? Uh, claimed that he was an elite quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, that happened. That definitely happened (laughs) at at one point. (laughs) Also, did he make that claim last year? I don't know. And then got benched? (laughs) I really hope he didn't because he's got to be better. Like, he literally, you watch him, and it doesn't look like he wants to win. It just looks like he's out there just trying to snap it and throw it and then pull it. Few dollar bills in his pocket. Kind of like you one know. great
1: Jay Cutler. Oh yes, <laughs> very
0: much so. Yeah, at this point, in his career. Uh, speaking of the NFL, uh, we got to pick them. We got to do some pick'ems for this week. We do. Um, first of all, uh, with the Monday night game tonight between the Jets and the Browns still yet to happen, we are five and one. Yeah, each. five and one. Five and, and the and game one. we lost
1: was the Buccaneers and Panthers, and. Yeah. I think
0: the Buccaneers were even shocked that they. I'm won still that game. confident in my pick of the Panthers being the
1: better team there, but yeah, uh yeah, like, but who knows. If if like the Eagles would would have beat the Falcons, I'd be like, Okay. Yeah, we got that wrong. Yeah. But like Yeah. The Buccaneers and the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. That, speaking of that, the Eagles game was also great last night. It was so, so really good. Really I think, I the think second you, half. Second I think half you mean great. the Falcons game. Yes. Not the Eagles right. game.
0: Second half was really great. The first half I was like, Wow, when's somebody gonna score? But
1: it was that was a stressful watch for me, Perry. Yep. Um no.
0: Yes, definitely for me too. Uh honestly, I don't know why. I mean maybe because I had some fantasy football um, players in that game that I needed to go go off, but uh Calvin really did well. He's one of them. He did. So this week we've got um, Titans-Jaguars Thursday night. That's a battle of the AFC South. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am still kind of undecided on this. I watched the Titans play really good defensively against the Colts. Um, so I'm going to pick the Titans. Mm. However, I'm really tempted because the Jags almost beat Houston mm-hmm. this past week. And it is at the Jags. But I'm sticking with the Titans <laughs> on this one. And I really want to pick the Jags,
1: but I'm sticking with the Titans. Oh man. Well, I <laughs> for the eighth time in a row. For the eighth time in a row we both think. We pick the same thing. I'm okay. picking the Titans. Although, you know, Gardner Minshew.
0: I know, I would not at all be surprised to see the Jags win this. Yeah. At home. Yeah, it's doable. Must win. Two good defenses. Yeah. Yep. I don't think it'll be a very exciting game to watch. No, it'll be low scoring. I mean, that's the thing though. If it's not low scoring, Titans will win. You think so? Because I don't think the Jags can score more than maybe twenty. Mm. But I think the Titans, if they get going, they could score. You know, they yeah. scored forty three against the Browns. They can score, but if they get stuck in a defensive struggle because the Jags are also a great defensive team, then the Jags have a great chance. Yeah, yeah. So then the Sunday night game that uh, next week is um, Rams Browns. Rams Browns, baby. Three weeks in a row with the Browns in prime time. It's Baker, man. <laughs> it's the Baker. Pit. No, wait, that's not right. Browns were not primetime week one. So two, just two weeks in a row. Isn't that right? Browns right. Were, week w-
1: were one people. Yeah, no. They're, they're but hey, it's, it's that Mayfield magic. Man. So you, do you have the Browns in this game? Oh, Browns by 90, Perry. Okay, you got the Brown. Well, we're going to be separate on this one. Finally. I'm picking the Rams. When one. I say Browns by 90, it's probably not going to be that. Yep. But I also feel like I'm not dedicated to the fandom enough
0: mm-hmm. if I don't pick them. I'm interested to see what happens tonight. Because if if they go out and win by 30, which they easily... They probably should tonight. Yeah, against the Jets. Then, you know, I'm confident they got a great shot next week at home. If they go out and have a close one, I don't think they can lose tonight. I really don't without Sam Darnold. But if if they leave the Jets in the game, I'm fairly confident that... (laughs) It'll, bad. it'll be bad. We'll you know what I want to we'll see?
1: see? I want to see a Baker and Jared Goff shootout.
0: Oh, I'd love to see that. i want to see especially because my, my quarterback, Big Ben, is now out for the season, so oh, Jared Goff will be
1: my starter. This ah, week. <laughs> that's what I want to watch, because that's, what, that's the future of our sport, dude. That really is. You know? Those guys are, yeah. And I solid, would love to see solid future Baker right. put a thumping on him. <laughs> I don't know about, if I agree with that one. I said love to see. You'd love to see, but I don't. I wouldn't. Oh, well, you're wrong. <laughs> Baker Mayfield,
0: MVP. Okay, now we're at MVP. At we're... some point. Oh, oh, okay, not this year.
1: Maybe not. Well, I mean, we can't make we can make a call now.
0: Who, who's MVP this this far? Two weeks in. Who do you know, think? I don't know.
1: Tom Brady. <laughs> Probably,
0: <laughs> honestly, that, that's about right. Honestly, I don't know who else. Uh, oh, I'd say Lamar Jackson would be the other option, right? Maybe. Kyler Murray has also put up huge awesome. numbers. Yeah, but I mean, they they're playing. Their first week, they played Detroit. This week, they played. You know, Baltimore's a good team. Um, but they lost and tied. So I, yeah. Baltimore's two and zero with two very good performances by by Lamar Jackson. So I'd say he's probably the second one. But Patriots have two blowouts and big blowouts. Pa- and uh, Brady was amazing. Yeah,
1: still, which I don't understand, but it's still. fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's not, fine. Not- also, also, uh, Mahomes. He's been great. Yeah, he's but so I think, that's your three right I now. I think the thing with Mahomes we're just used to it now.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. We expect that from him. Their running game is trash, so they, it's kinda like the, it's kinda like Purdue. We can't run at all right now. And let's not talk about the uh, the TCU game, but you know, before that you have Cindalar throwing for five hundred yards just so we can move the ball a little bit. That's yep. the same way um, yep. Kansas City is right now. Yes, so. and Sindelar, please come back. <laughs> please come back. Um Bears and Redskins Monday night. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the Bears. <laughs> You know what? Uh, yeah, I I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with the first kind of s- s- uh sneaky pick. We're gonna, go with, gonna go with the Redskins at home. I don't think the Redskins are very good. Nope. But you know they've surprised me a little bit. Case Keenum has been serviceable. Um, Case Keenum is usually serviceable until he has mm-hmm. a bad game. AP, we'll see if he if he comes to play. He still got some gas in the tank. See if he can. <laughs> Terry McLaurin's been, you know, really solid. Yeah. Vernon Davis. So uh, we'll see. I do think that the Bears have yet to figure it out on offense. So right, this is the chance for for the the Redskins to pull off one here before, you know. If, yeah, if that's true. Also, there's a chance for the Bears to get back on track and score. Um, put yeah, up I mean, thirty five. But can they score
1: thirty five?
0: I think they can Last year, they had a few good games. Like, didn't Trubisky throw it for like six touchdowns? Here's a my game question, Perry.
1: Mitch Trubisky sure can throw the ball. He can't. But we just don't see it happen.
0: Right, you know. Yeah, well, his receivers aren't very good, and he's his okay. Line's not great. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to make excuses. Trubisky's just bad. <laughs> okay, hot take. I
1: don't think he's bad.
0: I mean, I think he's, he's not good. He's bottom ten quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Oh yeah, I'd say that's true. You agree? Okay. Do you think any of that's due to age or just being young, being talent, or not or talentless? Uh, he can he can get there, but I don't think he's got nearly the upside of.
1: Deshaun Watson would you, would you have considered Deshaun Watson more ready when he came in um yes yeah yeah I mean two ACC quarterbacks though but
0: yes Uh, I think yeah some people just liked his tools some people liked his kind of stereotypical pro style body um, of Trubisky but let's just face it Deshaun Watson's a winner Deshaun Watson <laughs> Deshaun Watson <laughs> is probably got even as this is what his third year in the league probably got one of the best deep balls in the NFL think so yeah, he can throw the deep ball really well. So, yeah, that one's a no-brainer for me. But uh, So that's our pick for this week. Yeah. Um, so we, we've got two games that are different this time. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll have a little bit of difference someone, in, the, in, the, away, in the record. Someone might pull away, or we'll stay tied. That's true. That could also happen. Um, what, what have you been watching this week, Wes, in terms of, you know, have you been watching any fun shows, movies, oh, that you want to
1: you talk about? I haven't watched any fun shows and movies. Well... I did begin, just yesterday, the third season of 13 Reasons Why. Okay. And it's extremely different now. Mm Mm-hmm. Extremely different. I mean, not even close. Yeah. (laughs) To what it has been. So much so, and Hallie and I were talking about it, and she she (laughs) has read the entire plot, but has not watched the show. Nice. So she knows everything that happens, and she says, she told me, I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not going to be entertained. I'm like, why would you watch it? <laughs> but what has basically happened is they brought in a new girl who is British. Okay. Is she well, funny? I, I, uh, no. Not really. And I, I don't watch this show full disclosure. And she has become the new, like, narrator-esque person. Okay. Um. And it's almost as if she is a new, like, outside eye that has just randomly come in. And, I mean, the entire beginning plot of, like, Suicide Awareness, that's over. So, like... The original star of the show, first episode, she wasn't in it at all. She wasn't even mentioned, actually. Mm -hmm. So I doubt she's going to show up even a bit. In the second season, she showed up as basically a quote-unquote ghost or conscience, basically. Okay. Um, And I'm still going to watch it because I'm still intrigued. Yeah. It it is basically turned as good. It is basically one of the basically what happens is one of the students goes missing. Has not been confirmed or not whether he's dead. But in the previews and the trailers, you do see. They ask who killed Bryce Walker, who's mm-hmm. was the main antagonist of the show. So, now it's going to be like a murder mystery to figure out who can get it. Uh, Interesting. Who, who did it. Um, so, I'm intrigued. I'm going to watch it. But I'm not sure I'm going to love it. Mm.
0: You've also been watching Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, my
1: gosh. I have. Yeah. Which, if you listened to uh, last week's episode, that's my number one oh, true. job yeah. true. TV So, show. if you
0: haven't, that's... A sp- Big spoiler, but yeah. go back and watch to see what my number one was. Yeah. You'll never guess. Actually, you probably will because it's the greatest show of all time. Ah, but... Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I've
1: been watching that, and that has been really entertaining. I for... I am always just blown away by how good it is every time I see it. Yeah. It's so well done. The plot's actually real, which is more than can be said for a lot of Nickelodeon shows.
0: Yeah, I've never seen it. Maybe I should someday. We'll see. You've never seen it? I've never seen Avatar Last Airbender.
1: Dude. I thought we talked about this. I don't remember that oh yeah never seen it you would would like it you would like it here's what else I noticed because we were watching it last night Mm -hmm. in season 3 so there's 20 episodes per season season 3 is like the most hype season you know going towards the end sure and we watched episodes 1 through 3 last night and episodes 2 and 3 are both filler filler episodes but they're great Mm -hmm. like they're filler episodes that you enjoyed watching you could have skipped them but I don't want to that's how good it is nice
0: what about you Have you watched anything? Well, you know, I haven't been to a movie in theaters for a long time, so I'm dying. It's not like you, I I know. I mean, we've been working on this, and there's just not been much in theaters. Um, I am dying for The Joker to come out um, October 3rd, I believe. Also, um, uh, Ad Astra, I think, comes out this week. I might go watch that. That's um, Matt Damon basically looks like uh, The Martian 2.0 kind of thing. Oh, really? (laughs) That's kind of what it looks like just from the trailers, but that might be cool. Or not Matt Damon. Not Matt Damon. Uh, Brad Pitt, I believe. Ah, okay. Brad Pitt, yeah, yeah. Matt Damon was in the actual Martian, so that's the confusion. Ah. Um, also, Twilight Bridges comes out eventually, November, I think. I am excited for that mm-hmm. one. Um, let's not forget about what comes out in December and and Star Wars, Star Wars. Star Wars. In terms oh of what I am watching now, um, I've been watching the TV show Troll Hunters at the request of some of my cousins. That one's pretty good. Um, there is some filler episodes, like you are saying. Then, and, and, mm-hmm. and to me, I think those filler episodes are. Kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that are not about the main overarching plot, they're just yeah. about subplots, and you know those are just kind of boring. But uh, I don't know; I can skip them because I've never seen the right, right, the show. Um, and then there's you know some of the episodes are awesome, like mm-hmm. almost like epic, you know, right. epic movies, um, action adventure, really solid animation. Um, it's by DreamWorks. Um, Guillermo del Toro wrote it, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, and then um, I've been watching some. Um some Studio Ghibli movies recently. Oh yeah. The one I the most recent one I watched was The Wind Rises. Um I would definitely suggest it. It was it, it, it got me. It got me in the feels a really? little bit. Yeah. I, I'm not one who gets emotional or, or gets caught up in the um the emotions of a plot very often. Mm-hmm. So for all of you who have never heard of this, it's just probably most of you, it's uh, Studio Ghibli is a, a Japanese anime company but the disney distributes their movies and they dub them so they have really good voice cast usually mm-hmm. this movie was about um the japanese engineer who designed the first steel fighter plane okay in world during world war ii i believe and so you think it's about that and it's kind of just um i don't know what, what kind of genre would you call that like I don't know what genre is that. Anyway, <laughs> you think it's like a feel good, like he's accomplishing something, and, Oh, like very
1: wholesome. And yeah,
0: and then all of a sudden there's like a romance that pops in that I didn't see coming. I'm not a big romance person with my movies, but it kind of popped in there, and I really got connected with the the characters quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it didn't take much, and then and then it gets you at the end, like oh, like at the end you're you're. You know, you're like, wow, uh, I didn't expect that. I yeah. didn't expect I would be as caught up emotionally in that at the end. So, great movie. I also would recommend Nausicaä and the Valley of the Wind. That one's amazing. That one's like a, more of an action-adventure fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've still got a lot more to watch of those. I'm excited. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's what I've been watching lately. We love that. Yeah. What else we need to talk to before we get to our – or uh, talk about before we get to our main – topic of the day. Oh,
1: gosh. I don't
0: know. Antonio Brown. Oh, God. What about him this time? Well, he... He played. He played. He played. He got... You could tell the the Patriots' goal was to get him the ball early. <laughs> yeah. They got him three catches early and then a touchdown later. Mm-hmm. Solid solid performance. Only
1: played, like, 30 snaps. It's, I don't understand how the Patriots get everything handed. <laughs> like, the Patriots got him handed to them, you know? Yeah. And, like, even if you're... T- Antonio Brown and your diva. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you go from catching passes from Derek Carr in practice to Tom Brady. The goat. Yeah.
0: How do you feel about all that? This is going down. Do you feel like he should be, you know, in the league? Do you feel like he should even be uh, on the exempt list or something? What do what
1: you? I don't, I tripping? feel like I mean I'm kind of miffed by how big of an attitude he's had. Honestly, I didn't even follow the whole helmet dispute. Mm-hmm. I don't even. Can you tell me what happened? Because I'm not even sure. I was just so annoyed. Yeah, it was just uh, the NFL has like a
0: rule uh, of you can only wear approved helmets. Mm-hmm. In that rule, there's like a sub rule that your helmet has to be, you know, 10 years older or newer. Oh, okay. And his helmet is now too old. It is now okay not. Um, in, within the boundaries of the approved NFL helmets, okay. so they wouldn't let him wear his helmet anymore. Um, and he... the refit, He didn't like any other helmets. Um, eventually, I forget which company it was, signed a deal with him, basically that they would make a custom helmet for him and get it approved. So that's where we're at with that. And then there's so, OBJ as well with the watch thing. I mean, just a lot of diva. There's Venus. like...
1: Yeah, there's, like, two extremes here, I feel like. Because you have the the guys that, like, throw a fit over getting paid. So it's like, like Melvin Gordon. And sure. I guess Ezekiel Elliott... It's, a, it's
0: not a fit. It's just like, you know, I'm, I am I'm deserve to get more money. I'm not going to put myself, my health on the line until... I guess. I, I mean, like,
1: that. I guess Ezekiel Elliott, he didn't really even make much of a scene. Yeah. But, which is surprising. Yeah, it is. Good for him for growing up a little bit. And then you see just stuff like this. So, like, I, I saw Stephen A. Smith said something about OBJ's watch... Of he said, "Why are you even testing the limits?" You know.
0: Yeah, I, I think OBJ's side of it—he just really wants to prove that he can do what he whatever wants. he wants. <sighs> um, in terms of AB, you know, I'm—I agree with I think Goodell's not putting him on the exempt list just yet. You know, mm-hmm. the exempt list is. Mm-hmm. Explain it to everyone. Explain it. Uh, yeah, just. It's the exempt list is a list that the commissioner can put a player on, which means they can practice, they can get paid, they can be with the team, but they can't play on Sundays. That list is strictly for people who are, you know, in, getting investigated and it's to protect the integrity of the league. Um, he chose to not put Antony Brown on this unless this civil case becomes a criminal case, and then he probably is going to consider it again. Um, I like that decision because mm-hmm. we have to, you know, the NFL Players Association, especially, has to fight for keeping their players innocent until proven guilty. Right. Regardless how bad information looks. Because if you put him on the exempt list, you're essentially saying he's guilty until he's proven innocent. In so, I, I agree with what's going on. I do. F- I am fed up with Antonio Brown, though, at this point. I am, too. And it makes me sad because he's such a good football player. so good. Like, he's fun to watch. He is very fun to watch. Not when you're playing Exciting, him. Exciting, but he's a good, you know, he's a... He has this kind of radiance about him. Like, people like him. He's very likable. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Except until so, now, really. Until now, you know. Now now people are like, what is going on? So I think there's something else going on, but we'll see. I don't know, I don't know if this is what the other, the, you know. I thought there was something behind football that was kind of affecting his attitude. I don't know if this case is, yeah.
1: ha- is to do with it. But it could be something else. I don't know.
0: Supposedly, there's a witness to the account that, you know, the this, this sexual um, misconduct... Case mm-hmm. lawsuit. Supposedly there is a witness that is gonna has to testify, and that witness is his cousin, possibly, Marquise Hollywood Brown of oh, okay. the Baltimore Ravens. So they're gonna possibly have to reach out to him and see if he has any comment and then that could end up going a whole different direction. So we'll see. <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna You know, Perry
1: transpire. I just wanna watch people play football. I, I do. You know I, I do as well. And like in the words of Jeff Brown let's play football. Let's play football. Let's play football. Let's not care anymore. If you deserve if if
0: you are deserving of money, you know, you feel free to, to go after your money, but I don't like that argument either. If it's just, if it's just about a wearing a watch or a helmet, yeah,
1: or a helmet, come on, just play football. Yeah. Let's play and football. It's not, and it's, it's almost like they are so priv- privileged in their, like, in the fact that they are like sought after and very good mm-hmm. that they can think, they think that they can just do what they want. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. So, it's it's a situation. Maybe maybe he'll have a great year. May I mean, I traded him the, the morning that that allegation came out, I t- traded him away. Maybe I'll regret that. But, you know, I felt like even though it's just fantasy football, I still felt like I didn't want to deal with having one of the best players in the league and potentially having him benched every day. So,
1: Yeah. You know what else? I'm just I'm still on this. I didn't like his whole I'm leaving Pittsburgh motive either, to be honest. Oh, he and
0: Big Ben and and uh, I mean, beyond, that was just a the situation there. I can
1: see all the clashing personalities, but like. I think it's Mike Tomlin's fault. You think so.
0: Yeah. Mike Tomlin let uh, a monster kind of grow under his nose by allowing Big Ben to be not staying in team hotels, mm-hmm. not having to be in mandatory walkthroughs and stuff while all the other players did, and they were getting fined for not showing up. So, you know, he just definitely treated Big Ben differently, and that has now rubbed off and turned kind of, I think, maybe AB into the drama queen that he is. Yeah, but. Yeah,
1: but then he, he demands a trade or a release or whatever. And then it ends up with the Raiders. And he, and he was so happy for, what, three days? Maybe. <laughs> and, like, I think John Gruden had some good comments of saying, like, he's just being misunderstood, which mm-hmm. might be what you're l- leading on to about sure. well, there's something else going on that we don't sure. know.
0: But well, he got paid a total of like negative 250k from the Raiders while he was there. Did for them. So he got he had to pay his fines and didn't have to didn't receive any of his money yeah. from that contract. And now it's null and void. Yeah. I feel bad for the Raiders too. I do, but honestly, I think it might be for the best. <laughs>
1: now they can just yeah. focus on the rebuild a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I I feel bad for them that they could have had something great it now they're not going yeah. to. But they've got a good young core on offense. Yeah, so. so looks
0: good for them a little bit. But you know they're a couple years away from being a couple years away. Yeah, they're, going, they're going to Vegas. They are going to Vegas, so
1: yeah, I like that move. Yeah, I think it's gonna be good for them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just imagine if they were in Vegas already. What kind of problems AB would have been cooking up? Well, let's not think about it. <laughs> you know, we do need to think about though. What do we need to think about, Perry? Well, I t- don't think very
1: often. So you have to think
0: <laughs> thinking is hard.
1: <laughs> so today's
0: topic, uh, we're going to do a top five instead of a draft, mm-hmm. and we're gonna do a top five about people
1: that we would like to hang out with yeah people that are famous or historical that we don't really yeah have any connections to yeah for sure so yeah how do you want to do this you want to do this one to five or like leading up to our top pick i'm assuming that's what you want to do save the best for last
0: definitely let's start we'll start with five um so here's some of the rules okay. that we came up with lay them on me oh i'm laying on the audience west you know most of these
1: Hopefully, I like to break the rules. Oh. Rules are meant to be broken.
0: Uh, okay, well, audience listening, <clears throat> these are our rules. All ten, so you, you can hold us accountable. Rule number one: mm-hmm. You must be willing to on each of these people to provide what you are going to do with them, like okay. you know what what how you would hang out, mm-hmm. in what ways, what places, how would you hang out with the person you chose. Rule number two: You must pick at least one male and one woman, female. In, in the list. Um, rule three. I'm making some of these up as I go. Oh, uh, they, they can't all be <laughs> sports figures. They can't all be actors. Can actors. Be they have to be, you know, diverse ranking. I guess suggestion number one, provide some fun facts if you have them. Mm-hmm. That, I think that'll... Um, just to, why these
1: people are... Would be fun to hang out with. I'm going to look up some fun facts right now. Okay, then.
0: Well, while, while Wes is looking up some fun facts, um, we're going to also... Decide our order by Rock, Paper, Scissors, and we'll be right back to start our top five of top people we would like to hang out with right after this. Well, guys, I lost the Rock, Paper, Scissors match, and I have to go first at Wes's request. Mm -hmm. So... So, with that being said, my fifth. Let's do this. Should we just jump right into it. No uh no holding back. All right. <clears throat> my m- fifth on my on my my top 5 here. Mm-hmm. Is someone I'd love to watch a football game with, okay? I guess let's just for just for anticipation's sake, who do you think maybe I might be I might choose? Peyton Manning. Absolutely. <laughs> Peyton Manning. I would love to watch a football game with Peyton Manning. Um and here's why. I don't even have any fun facts for this one, actually. I wrote down fun facts for every other person on my list. Uh, I mean, what fun facts do you need? The, the man is a living legend. He's one of the best, probably the best regular season quarterback of all time in terms of stats, mm-hmm. in terms of even regular season record. Like, how many years was he starting? Eight? He had like six seasons where he started eight and no or better, which is nuts.
1: He's, he's also like a five-time MVP, is that right?
0: Four or five time MVP. Something crazy like that. Yeah, I mean, we can fact check that right now. It's crazy. It's a bit. Crazy. He's been MVP a lot of times. Uh, Peyton Manning, Manning. MVP. MVP awards. Let's find out. Um, looks like he has five, an NFL record, as well as two Super Bowl championships. Um, he has one Super Bowl championship with the Colts, and then one loss, and one Super Bowl championship with the Broncos, and one loss. Mm-hmm. And so he's been a fourth super bowls. Solid. I mean, top 5 quarterback of all time for sure. If not, if, I mean, Brady's got six super bowls, so you can't really yeah. can't really top that unfortunately as much as I would love to say he's better than Brady. Uh I mean, he was my quarterback growing up. Mm-hmm. Colts fan. Yeah. Um and he's so hilarious. Yeah. Like his commercials like lately,
1: Oh, the nationwide commercials. I, mean, I
0: don't want to be giving some some free advertising, but like Tide the tide commercials that are out now that like he's on he's on like the press booth and he's like uh from now on i'm announcing that sunday night is officially not for laundry yeah (laughs) and oh man uh, he's he's a funny he's a funny guy and i think it'd be great to watch maybe even watch like an old Peyton Manning game, oh okay, like like two thousand
1: and listen to him say what went wrong, Come
0: right? On, like right. just watch film, watch game film with him, maybe talk about the like two thousand five Super Bowl or something, yeah. two thousand six Super Bowl yeah. that we were in. Um, he's got his show, um, Insight, right? I didn't know he had a show, or is it Detail?
1: I... I don't know I didn't know he's got, he's
0: got a show I think it's called Detail I did not know Peyton Manning had a show Peyton Manning has a show it's on ESPN Plus nobody knows that because nobody gets ESPN, ESPN Plus right now <laughs> like just wait till Disney Plus is out then more people will have it but yeah um, I think he's yeah Peyton Manning I'm very confident that he would be a fun guy to spend time with and he's alive currently so there's, there's yeah. that yeah. yeah what do you think I like that you do that's a fun one yeah I'm not surprised yeah, I mean, we'd hang out, we'd, we'd get some nachos.
1: Some nachos? Some no, nachos. you
0: get chicken parm. Oh, chicken parm, chicken parm. Um, you taste, taste so, so good. <laughs>
1: oh, man. Oh, yep, that's, that's sick.
0: Pay Manning. All right, All right Wes, is it's my turn. five.
1: All right, so I don't think anyone of our listeners is going to know this. I'm not expecting you to know it either. Uh-oh. So, but it's is real. Also, this is my, like, last. This is my fifth one. So, like, it was hard for me to pick. Okay. Um, But I came up with it. So Perry, you know, I am a die-hard NASCAR fan. Uh-huh. Like it's bad. Uh huh. Can confirm audience. It's bad. Uh, it is bad because he has the two weeks in a row
0: chosen to miss all or most of his favorite team playing football on national television to watch the NASCAR race. Yes. And so. last week I was I turned on the Brickyard for a little while and I looked and saw both of the two people in the audience not even they were both asleep.
1: Nobody was, Nobody goes to the brickyard, guys. The problem, the main problem, was that is like the shots they showed you didn't it wasn't where most of the fans were sitting. However, it used to be packed, which is sad. Okay. But yes, yeah, so my first my first person is Mike Joy. Have you ever heard that name, Perry? Uh, no, no, I have not. All right. So Mike Joy has been the lead commentator for NASCAR on Fox uh, since 2000, um, and before that, he was the lead commentator on CBS whenever they were the headliner, um, and has been. In broadcasting with NASCAR since like 1972, okay, dude has seen it all. Um, he has a voice of velvet, like it's so pure and hmm. velvet is a sound. Yes, it's very smooth and soft and satisfying.
0: So his voice is soft and smooth and satisfying. Okay, well yeah. done, good job. I get it.
1: Thank you. Um, awesome. he's also just like, if you ask me, he is the best lead commentator in all of sports. In his wow. bold. In his analysis, the way he leads the show. Probably the best on Fox, because who you going to top? Joe Buck? <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Troy Aikman.
0: Okay, Troy Aikman's not bad. But
1: he tops them. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so what I would want to do with Mike Joy is I would want to sit in a coffee shop with him and just listen to him tell me stories. Nice. Um, he has, like, all the most famous calls in NASCAR. Whenever Dale Earnhardt finally won the Daytona 500, he's the one that called it. Whenever Dale Earnhardt died. He's the one that called mm. it. Um, he's seen everything. He's seen... I'm, I just I just want to sit and listen. Which, this is a very personal pick for everyone in the audience. No one's really going to get this one. Yeah. But me. But he's also still living. He's still the lead commentator on Fox. Yeah. Um, And he's also just been... He has beat the battle of attrition because he's had multiple commentators with him that have retired or left. And he's still there. He's still going. And he's very intelligent, too. Like... He's not just a commentator that has a degree in broadcasting and somehow landed here. Mm-hmm. He knows everything that's going on. Yeah, I respect it. That. Just super awesome.
0: I respect it. I understand your huge affinity for mm-hmm. NASCAR. So that yes. makes sense. Even though I'm a I'm gonna say that most of you listening have no idea who this person is. Or maybe maybe you will listen or next time you watch NASCAR you'll be like, I recognize it. That must be Mike Joy.
1: Yeah, there's if you watch the clip of Dale Earnhardt winning the Daytona 500, it's Mike Joy's voice only that is okay. that is calling this. Yeah. And I get chills every time. He just does such a good job. It's amazing. Great. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah, if you know who Mike Joy is,
0: let us know. I'm sure Wes would love to be friends with you. Yeah, please. I will be friends with you, actually. It's He's not You only got yet. a couple, so... Yeah. I'm just kidding. Wes is like, a million friends. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> all right. I guess that makes it back to me. Makes it back to you. And my fourth... This was, actually I almost switched this with the Peyton one at last minute, um, because it's kind of weird.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So Wes, I love to travel. All right. I love to adventure. I love to see new places. Um, this person was a real traveler. Okay. Some might call might call him a voyager, or an explorer. Okay. Um, I would love to go on a voyage with this person, and it is Marco Polo. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, so, so okay. So hear me out. I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> All right. I heard the other day. <laughs> <laughs> what you even you heard the other day? That Marco Polo was the one who brought back pasta <laughs> from Asia what? to his hometown of Venice, Italy, which I have been to, by the way. It's kind of a ripoff. Um, you know it didn't look great in uh, far from home either so yeah venice is like okay this is just a little side side track sorry if you're from venice sorry sorry venice people i don't think you are listening but uh if you've been to venice if you love venice this may this may hurt you a little uh venice is kind of a ripoff because nobody lives in venice um, mm. Venice is you know it's the the water causeway mm-hmm. the water canals. Um, it's all a tourist trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, people go into the the city every day to sell or run the to sell things or to run their business or whatever mm-hmm. to, to to make money off of the tourists. So Venice is literally like, I mean it's it's a nicer Myrtle Beach kind of thing, uh. you know, in the sense that yeah, you know you got people walking the streets trying to sell you like a. Selfie stick, which is stupid, been, but yeah. I will say we did get lucky um, when we were in Venice and find two awesome restaurants that were off the beaten path. You got to do that; like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't get, you can't eat at one of the places like near one of the big touristy, like uh, the St. Mark's Basilica or something, because you'll get ripped off with cheap food. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <clears throat> Marco Polo was from Venice. He traveled to Asia. He traveled to Mongolia. Maybe even Alaska. That's arguable. Some people uh, think some of his maps say he's been to Alaska. Mm -hmm. That would have been the the first person um, to voyage to Alaska. So he brought back from Asia pasta. I love pasta.
1: I know you do. Barry loves pasta. Pasta.
0: Big pasta guy. Really am. (laughs) Um, He also brought back other things, such as chow chows. The dog. The dog. <laughs> Cash house. He brought back um, yaks. Or like... at least yak furs. Okay. Um, he loved yaks, apparently. He brought back paper money to to Italy. Like they had never seen paper money before. Uh, and so they that's when they, they started using paper money. He apparently traveled fifteen thousand miles over twenty four years, started starting when he was seventeen. Oh, and also there is a I'm pulling up a picture here that you guys can't see, but Please look up Marco Polo, Marco Polo sheep. Because yeah. they're awesome. They look at have, look at these things. They just have horns that need trimmed. They're ginormous sheep with huge horns, like huge. What makes like, the Marco Polo sheep? I don't know. They're named that. That's it. That is their name. They are Marco Polo sheep.
1: Barry, I'm not gonna lie. I'm shocked by
0: this. Yeah. Also, um, the Kubla, uh, Kubla Khan, mm. the one, the fifth ever Mongol. What's his uh, Fifth Khagan of Mongol Empire. He actually loved Marco Polo um, so much that he sent him back with some kind of tablet on his journey home that protected him against p- people that he was, like, trading from. Or... Okay. That's pretty much it. Oh, last thing. Probably most fun thing, honestly. He believed in sorcery and unicorns, but he thought that the rhinos were unicorns. Oh, so so when he was reading about he was reading reading about descriptions of like what a unicorn was, and he then would write in his own uh accounts that unicorns were not like that. they were scarier, they were big, they were gray with with yeah. thin fur, and yeah, and then you know later accounts, they're like, "Ah, uh, he's definitely describing, describing a, rhinoceros. a rhinoceros, so. Marco Polo. Okay, this is this is my you know my my bold pick.
1: That's a trippy one. Yeah,
0: yeah, for real. I thought it'd be. I'm impressed by your fun funny. facts right there. Yeah, I definitely did my research this morning. <laughs> I mean, it, really, what got me was the the pasta. I knew I wanted to do one that was like you know a traveler and explorer. Mm-hmm. I was going to go with Sir Francis Drake. Okay. For the reason of I love the Uncharted series, uh. and it's kind of you know Nathan Drake is it's all about you know Sir Francis Drake. That's who. He kinda of like mm-hmm. idolized. Um, but then I found out the fun fact about pasta
1: and I was like, I gotta I gotta, gotta make be a, that. Gotta an be that. audible and almost oh, so Peyton manning what's say. Then, uh, then you found out he was obsessed with unicorns. Yeah. That were actually rhinos. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Okay. It just goes up from here, folks. It really does. It does, because my next pick is gonna Oh no. <laughs> here we go. Bye all right, everyone. Next on my list. The one and the only, Perry uh, is cringing, Baker Mayfield.
0: Saw it coming. I, full disclosure, I texted him a few days ago saying, please don't pick Baker. I'll be really disappointed. And I picked
1: Baker, and he's mm-hmm. disappointed. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you what I want to do with Baker. I want to go on a road trip. Mm. You know? From, let's see, where would be a good, from like Cleveland, of course. Hmm. From like Cleveland, yeah, you always want to drive away from, from Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. Yes. So start there. start there. <laughs> Sorry, Alex Five. <laughs> Although she even left Cleveland, so yeah, true. But starting in Cleveland and just going straight down to like maybe like Disney World. Oh, I like it. And then back Baker and Disney World, that'd be fun. Yeah, I I think Baker maybe he would only work
0: in Epcot. He would only be fun in Epcot though, because that's where you can get alcohol. Well, let me let me, let me continue.
1: <laughs> I think Baker would bop in the car with me. Okay. To any playlist I have. You think Baker would be about T Swift? I absolutely think Baker would be about T Swift. We'll have to figure that out. Baker is a fun-loving dude. Baker, do you like T Swift? If you're listening, okay. Yeah, I think he's listening. Would you like to come be a guest? Um, but I want to like here's here's my road trip like ideal uh, itinerary. Mm-hmm. We start in Cleveland. We drive down. We stop in like Cincy and see like a Reds game. Like, sure, I would love to watch a sport with Baker Mayfield that's not the sport he plays. Yeah, I bet he'd be fun. Yeah, to just sit there, have fun, get back in the car, bop some music, eat some good food, oh, yeah. stop at a couple bars along the way. A lot of bars. Probably a lot of bars. Probably a lot of bars. You'd I'll I'll, I'll be, be driving. I'll be the DD for Baker. Yeah. Um. You know, stop at a national park somewhere and just throw a football with him. Okay. Like, Baker Mayfield is a bro. So, but here's the thing, you'd have to stand really close together.
0: Stand really close together? When you're throwing football oh because you can't throw very far not in comparison no no so he'd be a little bored I think on the this game of football but hey yeah but we're just having fun just having fun we're just having fun in your ideal world yeah I think that's. it'd be a great time and then it would be
1: who doesn't who want to ride roller coasters with Baker Mayfield
0: I that answer I I probably would enjoy a roller coaster with Baker Mayfield. so
1: yeah and then on the way back you know we end in Cleveland I watch a Browns game from the sideline because we're wow. such good friends at this point wow yeah yeah
0: okay. So this has turned more and more from like a this is a guy I like to hang out with to this is like my dream. Is that is that kind of where we're at? You've been dreaming about this? No, I just came up with that right now. Oh, okay, nice. Okay, good but save. yeah, good Be- save. Good but save. Baker Mayfield, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. for sure.
1: Oh, also we could stop in Columbus on the way down and plant a flag once again. Okay. Yeah. Well, the first flag wasn't in Columbus, was it? Yeah, it was. It was there. He planted it on their on their field. Oh, I thought it was at a, nope. a neutral site. No, because he planted it in the middle of the O. Oh, you're right. Okay. yeah. Sweet. He can plant an Oklahoma flag, I can plant a Purdue flag.
0: Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. And then we could all laugh about how the Browns lost forty three to thirteen to Tennessee. And then we
1: can remember how they're gonna be the AFC North champions. <laughs> Probably now that Big Ben's done so <sighs> Alright, your turn, Perry. I'm I'm done fangirling
0: over Baker. For all right. now. I mean I'm disappointed you picked Baker, but I like your <sighs> I like your 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 day with or your you know, I guess that'd be a few days uh, mm. with Baker. That'd be fun. It'd be think. fun. All right. This next person, um, someone that are you? Are you trying to look at my Yeah, list? I, oh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> she's a. Uh, oh, she! Oh, that's why I had to put, the pick females. Yes, She's She's a iconic woman in the entertainment industry. Oh, I already know where this is going because I kind of read it. Lucille Ball. Oh, I love that one. I almost yeah. picked Betty White, which okay. I would. Yeah. I would. I would love to have dinner with Lucille Ball. Yeah, and you know, not in like a. Romantic, you know, she was gorgeous, kind of way. Um, I mean, at one point, she was like,
1: she was considered like hit girl.
0: She was a, you know, she was romanticized for mm-hmm. being very good looking. Yeah. In, um, but she turned into so much more than that. She was the first female to run a Hollywood studio, which wow. is big. I didn't know that Desi Lou Productions. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband, but she was yep. the chief kind of manager because
1: uh, her husband and yeah, husband Ricky, yeah, is her actual husband.
0: Yes, correct. So Desi, the husband from uh, I Love Lucy, Lucy is her actual husband. She said nobody else could could do that role but him. That is so cute. Which is awesome. Um, They were TV's first interracial couple. Oh, I didn't think about that. He's Cuban. Yep. Um, she was 40 when the show started which I think is awesome and she wow. was 40 when she had her first kid 42 when she had her second kid she so. didn't even look 40 I know she, like seriously wow so she was an absolute legend Uh, I mean a comedic genius I still I, I mean I haven't watched the show in probably a couple years but they're still funny but it's still funny yeah you know? she, she's awesome there's some iconic scenes that just come to my mind when I think of her um, one being the, the, the scene where they're wrapping like candies mm-hmm. on a conveyor belt yep which has been they recreated. Should, I forget the other um which they recreated that on Dragon Josh. Yes. Yes. So. And but that's that's just a hilarious scene and you know they start eating a bunch and yep. you know, whatever. And yep. um, there's another scene where they're like squashing grapes for to make like wine or something mm-hmm. and uh I I I read a fun fact that she almost drowned in that scene. Really? <laughs> because the woman who she was like filming with didn't like something she didn't speak English well. Oh no! Something got lost in translation, and she ended up like dunking Lucille Ball's head under the grapes. And, and I don't, I don't know, but that was, that's a, that was a fun fact I read about. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Lucille Ball, man, that's, that's I really a, look up to her. In in
1: uh, that's a good one, Perry. I yeah, respect that. I think, I think I'm gonna respect that more than any of your other.
0: She was groundbreaking. Yeah. When it comes to when it comes to women in entertainment. I'd yeah. Say, so I love that. That
1: is a great pick. Thank you. I am so freaking proud. Wow. Now, in terms of where we'd go to eat, I don't know.
0: I think Chick-fil- you got You got to
1: go to. You got to go to like. Oh, we go fine dining. You got to go to like a Mexican place or some place that sells food that they would find in, like Cuba or the Mediterranean. Not the Mediterranean. The oh, Caribbean.
0: I mean, her husband wouldn't be there, but. No, I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. He could be there. You could come, be. Desi.
1: You can come, Desi.
0: <laughs> open invite. Yeah, open invite. Actually, yeah. So she died. So Lucille Ball died in 1989. So, yeah, but I would have loved to have gone to, I don't know, somewhere somewhere nice and yeah have just a good conversation over
1: mm-hmm. there. Awesome. All right. Is it my turn again? Yep. All right, Perry. So, I'm going to see if you know this. Perry, do you know who my favorite athlete of all time is? Mm. Well, was
0: he in NASCAR? Nope, not a he.
1: Was she a driver? No. So,
0: in other words, you don't. So, uh, bowling? Nope. What sport? Don't say
1: WNBA. <laughs> not <laughs> that Brittany griner oh uh, no that's not it <laughs> no that's not it better <laughs> not <laughs> uh so my favorite Britney athlete you're awesome my but... favorite athlete of all time is allison felix she has been to four olympics now and is moving towards the fifth mm-hmm. this time next year a little bit before this time next how year how old is she she's 33 okay so she, she'll be she'll be a little old she'll be little let's see she'll time. be 34 she will be 34 at the next olympics so probably gonna be her last one mm-hmm. which is very sad for me but um So she's been to four Olympics, gonna be five. She is the most decorated um, female track and field athlete of all time. Yeah. She has six Olympic gold medals, uh, three silvers. She has 11 world championships. She is a part of the... (coughs) Excuse me. Part of the world record holding women's 4x1 team that happened in London in 2012. And in 2012, I don't think people understand how absolutely dominant she was. So she... She won a silver medal in 2004 and 2008, um, but had won world championships pretty much every single year in between the Olympics. Just never won the Olympics. And then 2012, she was far and away the favorite, and she <laughs> blew those women out. Yeah. And I remember I remember sitting in my bedroom, jumping up and down, so proud, and she's just a stellar athlete. She's and good. Some fun facts. She didn't start track until ninth grade. Wow. Yeah. She's and a
0: natural runner.
1: She can leg press like 600 pounds. This woman is insane, beast. Uh, um, yeah.
0: So we were wanting to do what? Like, you want to hang out, watch a watch some track and field, or I want to go on a, a jog. I want to go on a jog. Go on a jog, okay. A very
1: slow one, okay. Yeah. I want to go on a jog with Allison Felix. She lives um in Southern California for most of the year, so I want to go to some place that's very scenic and do a jog with Allison Felix and just ask her about her life. Because on top of this, she has a degree in elementary education from USC. Um, she's a devout Christian. She loves Jesus, and she will tell you about it. Um, her brother's name is Wesley. Oh, there you go. Fun fact. How about that? I'm her brother. No, she, uh, I wish. Mean, uh, um, wow. groundbreaking. But he's also her manager. Uh-huh. So, like, I want to would love to talk about her family dynamic and what that's been like. Um, and you know, I want to. She has traveled all over the world. How do you know her brother's name is Wesley? I, know. I have done at least three presentations <laughs> with Alice and Felix. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, she is, like, a lead. One thing that I think is super cool is she's been so dominant. She is a lead advocator for, like, the athletes against doping. Nice. Which track and field is probably the, one of the highest doping sports there is as far as performance-enhancing drugs. And so, like, you know that her results are legit. Yeah. um, She's phenomenal. Yeah, and she can run anything, too, which is also insane. She has medaled in the 100, the 400, and the 200, which... She's pure speed. She's pure speed. She pure speed. has been on the 4x4 team since she was like an 18-year-old, the national 4x4 team, and is just puts out these insane, she's had so many come from behind wins, oh, I just. I like him. She's, she's quality. She's wholesome. Yes. Very wholesome. High quality lady. Yeah. One of those people you just want to hear speak and like, I feel like I could just draw in so much with like She's only 34. Yeah. But like, I feel like I could draw in so much wisdom from her too. She speaks, I would listen. Yeah, she's a mom now. She's a, she's a she had mom um, and still competing huh? she had this child less than a year ago and she is already back to form of being one of the top runners in the world so, so good luck to her for this uh, this coming Olympics next year uh, you know I'll
0: be watching uh, yeah, I will also be watching perfect so. we can watch together yeah for sure from probably separate TVs but I'll come visit awesome wow you heard that here fo- first folks <laughs> um, okay I guess that brings it back around to me for my second my number two um, I guess just to recap, I have watched a football game with Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. go on a voyage with Marco Marco Polo, mm-hmm.
1: have, <laughs> have dinner with Lucille Ball, and you have, uh... I have, um, have coffee with Mike Joy, uh, go on a road trip to Disney World with Baker Mayfield, <laughs> and then go on a scenic jog with Allison Felix. Nice. Nice. Okay. Number two. Number two. Is this someone I want to play golf with?
0: You have any idea who I might be? Is it Phil? No. Is it Tiger? It's not a golfer. Oh, okay. I'm interested. I would want to play golf with Bill Murray. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, Bill Murray, obviously hilarious. You know, I was thinking of some of the the best personalities. um, Who would I want, you know, to hang out with? Um, Obviously, Robin Williams, iconic. Mm -hmm. Um, He almost made my list. But I do, I have heard heard that Robin Williams was not a very fun guy outside of his Mm. work, you know um bill murray however i think has a pretty re- good reputation of just being a goon himself whether on or off mm-hmm. screen um and i you know i watch him uh, every year at the they have like a S- american century or something uh pro-am i think mm-hmm. um that he plays in he's just hilarious i mean he's in caddy he, um, he improvised every single line of his in Caddyshack, no yeah, every single line was improvised. I mean, he's got some other kind of hilarious facts, uh, um, in 2000, he fired all of his agents uh, in favor of an 800 number, <laughs> so people call, you know, if they have a role for him, they call this 800 number, and he's still, you know, he, he misses out on a lot of roles because of, <laughs> of this 800 number, apparently, but, uh, what? <laughs> that's, so he still doesn't have any agents, apparently, <laughs> uh. Kingpin, a movie you like Incredible a lot, movie. which I kind of was surprised you didn't br- bring up as a uh, honorable mention in our comedy's draft a couple weeks uh, ago. Uh, Kingpin, his three strikes uh, at the end were real. No way. Yep. He, he had three real strikes in a row, and the, so the audience reaction was totally genuine. Which wow. Which was pretty neat. They wow. didn't expect that he was going to go ahead and make three strikes in a row. I'm sure he didn't either. Probably not. He has eight siblings, so I can kind of relate. Wow. Uh, I have five. There's six there's six kids in my family, five five siblings, so I can relate to that kind of craziness. He has homes in Los Angeles, obviously. Martha's Vineyard, which is neat, uh, right off the yeah. coast of Cape Cod there, which is another place there. we visited. Uh, Charleston, which we were also oh, wow. there for spring break this past year. And the Palisades in New York, which we drove through also this year, so... So pretty, we're Bill Murray. So basically. you know we're basically know Bill Murray stopping grounds pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> um, he turned down the role of Forrest Gump. Oh wow! So imagine Forrest Gump with Bill Murray. I'm imagining it. Imagine Tom, and it's awesome.
1: Imagine Tom Hanks without Forrest Gump.
0: Yeah. Also, Tom Hanks was still awesome. Like that's no, that's not hitting on no, Tom not. Hanks at all. He was phenomenal. He is Tom Hanks, national treasure. Like he is a not not mentioned not the movie National Treasure, Nicolas Cage. We're not talking about that today. The greatest actor of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we're talking about how Tom Hanks is a national treasure. But Bill Murray would have been a fun Yeah, for sure. Fun character. Uh he also random kind of legend about Bill Murray. Legend has it in Scotland he crashed a house party at one like with a bunch of twenty two year old, you know, college guys. Okay. Drank their vodka, cleaned their dishes, and left. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Okay. That is that is that is something I read. Okay. And so, you know, that's just an example of him being an absolute goon. Okay. So, Bill Murray, <laughs> that would be a fun round of golf. I'm not that good. I've seen Bill Murray play golf. I think I could probably beat him. Um, but what would be more fun is just. You know, just yeah. hanging out, just yeah. enjoying. Oh, also, breaking news. You're getting this as live as I am. What? Well, not entirely true uh, because you're getting it when it drops tomorrow, but I'm getting it now. Uh, Vinatieri will play Sunday. Okay. So, I don't know how I feel about that. But, <laughs> I mean, I immediately, when he missed that second extra point, I texted my dad, Vinatieri needs to retire tomorrow. So, oh, that's what I said. Oh. I mean, there's plenty of guys sitting on their couch who can kick a 33-yard extra point. You know? Parky. I just, yeah, right. (laughs) I understand the Vinatieri's... Vinatieri. All right, Perry. All right, moving on. We don't need your rant right now.
1: Sorry. Sorry, guys, but that is... All right, so Bill Murray. Update. All right, well, here's one you saw coming. Uh, yes. I want to go to work with Tony Stewart. Ah, wow. This is your number two. This is my number two. Not number one. Not my number one. Okay. I'm just gonna start rambling off. Here's a fun fact. I love Tony Stewart so much that I'm not looking up these stats...
0: Because yeah. I know them.
1: Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. So, Tony Stewart is a three-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. Uh, there's only like five or so drivers that have ever done that. Mm. Is, uh, wait, is Jimmy Johnson one of them? Jimmy Johnson is a loser. Um, <laughs> and irrelevant to my life. Uh, Tony Stewart is also, he has 49 career wins, which is, get about, it's about top 13 ever. Okay. Is um, Jimmy
0: Johnson up in that 13? Nope, he's irrelevant. Oh.
1: Um, uh, another fun fact... You look at these numbers. Tony Stewart put up great numbers. Uh, he only raced full time for 17 seasons, and most men that were in his age bracket go went for about 22 to 25. Okay. Jeff Gordon being a prime example went sure. for went for about uh, 20, I believe 23 years. Yeah. Um, Tony Stewart retired at like age 45, which for the men in his age bracket that was considered early. Um. So, and he was also. If you want to mention Jimmy Johnson, I could put up a fight all day. Jimmy Johnson won all his titles with probably the greatest organization that has ever been in NASCAR, and was at its peak then. Tony Stewart won three championships with teams that were not at their peak, which is incredible. Uh, He has, on record, the greatest rookie season ever. Three wins, fourth-place points finish, uh, multiple polls, which is qualifying first, which is a big deal. But little unknown facts. He is the only driver ever to win a NASCAR championship and an IndyCar championship. Hmm. Yeah. That is neat. The dude has literally won in every form of racing he's ever competed in. Which is absolutely insane. It's pretty cool. Yeah. He is, in my opinion, he might not be the greatest NASCAR driver of all time, but he is the most well-rounded man I think to ever step in into a race car.
0: I think Lightning Queen is probably the best NASCAR racer of all time.
1: Well, he was Piston Cup. That's not real.
0: Oh. Wait, you're telling me that's not real life? No.
1: Oh. Okay, no. Um, But yeah, I want to go to work with him because here's the thing. Tony Stewart has two main ownerships. He owns a race team in NASCAR and he also is the owner of the most prestigious dirt track in the country. Which one's that? Eldora Speedway. It's in Ohio. Oh, neat. Um, And he runs most of the grounds by himself. So if you've ever been, you've ever been to a, a dirt track race, what happens is you have cars running around it, the dirt gets thrown everywhere, um, mm-hmm. and during caution periods, someone will go out there and they'll water it down, and they'll also basically till it up. Tony Stewart does that at his own track during those like small town Saturday Night Races, and I want to go do that with him. That's cool. That's what I want to do. I respect do.
0: that. I don't like NASCAR that much, uh, but mm-hmm. I respect that. I want
1: to go do that. You have, now you have
0: two NASCAR picks, though.
1: So. I do, but one of them was, uh, the Mike Joy was the shotgun pick. Okay. I just went for that one.
0: Sure, that one was on on the spot. Yep, I understand. All right, well, that's that's cool. I, I mean, full disclosure, audience. Uh, I you know I can bring up Jimmy Johns all day, Jimmy Johnson all day, Jimmy Johns. Ooh, I must be getting hungry. <laughs> Jimmy Nathan David can you get us some Jimmy Johnson? <laughs> uh, because I know that's a trigger of Wes's. Um, if anybody tries to tell him that that uh, Jimmy Johnson was actually a good at racing, even though he had like seven. I have or whatever but I I mean I don't care. I'm not going to argue this I time. will say
1: I have more arguments valid that are against him than are for him.
0: Right. I can't get in into any of these
1: arguments just because I don't have. If someone wants to argue information. Me with it, If someone wants to argue me with it, message us. Yeah. And we'll call you in and I will put you in your place.
0: <laughs>
1: you have been warned. You have been warned. But I would love to be a part of that. So. Yeah. All right, well, moving on to our number one. Our number one. This This is a big big. deal.
0: This is is ginormous. Probably the biggest thing I've ever done in my life. You think so? I mean, that, yeah. Like, I'd say for sure. I mean, graduating college is decent, but like... Graduating high school, bigger. Graduating high school, yeah, I didn't do anything in
1: college, so... (laughs) All right, Barry. Lay it on me. Hang (sighs) on, I already know what it is. You know what it is. I know what it is. I want to go to Disney World with Walt Disney. Wow. You heard it here first,
0: folks. The biggest shock of the year. Nobody's shocked, but... I mean... Who doesn't want to do that? That is a, the, like a, a Disney fan like me. Who doesn't want to do that? Like, if you know me, you know I love my Disney movies. Yep. I worked at Walt Disney World and I loved it. Um, I'm, you know, it's looking like I'm moving back to Orlando next year. Just a, a big Disney, big Disney guy, big Disney guy. Uh, and Walt Disney is behind. A lot of the joy and things that I, you know, have ever loved hold so dearly <laughs> in my life. <laughs> with, with between that and, um, so yeah, I'm, I mean, I can just picture. I, so, so in my kind of idea of this happening would be mm. kind of like before it opens, right before it opens, mm. but it's all finished. Right, walking through the park wow. with Walt Disney talking about the designs, talking about when did Disney World open. Uh, 1971, October so he, 1st. He was not a Pulled that out though. of thin air, boys. So yeah, Walt Disney died in 1966. So five years before Disney World opened. So I guess this wouldn't have worked totally, but like, you know, death is not something we're thinking about. You know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking I want to, I want to on an empty day walk through Disney World with him and just talk about it. He, you know, a little fun fact, the last ride he ever worked on was Pirates of the Caribbean. Wow. Um, And I got some other fun facts too. He played Peter Pan in a school play. Wow. And he almost sold vacuums for a living. I Uh, knew that. His first character was not Mickey Mouse. it It was not even Mortimer Mouse, which Mortimer Mouse came before Mickey Mouse. It was actually Oswald the Lucky Rabbit wow and he made that character in a short film in 1927 for universal oh which already existed at the time and when he wanted to like keep making more films for them they cut him basically they cut the budget and released him and took all his animators and his character mortimer or his character uh, oswald in 2006 they universal eventually gave oswald back to disney just as kind of a peace offering good natured yeah. thing um but let's. Then he went on to make Mortimer Mouse, which turned into Mickey Mouse. After that, in 1928, um, he played golf at one point in his life, but he quit and took up lawn bowling. Oh, he loved okay. trains. He I knew that loved trains and thus you know trains at the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. He, let's see, he forged his age and dropped out of high school to join the Red Cross Corps in World War One. So, he... one pronounced it. core. It says corpse. It's pronounced core. The Red Cross Corps in World War One. Okay. Is that one of the, like, colonel, colonel things? I
1: don't know. It's just like... You the, know what I mean? Like, I hate that
0: word. Well, you know, the, the, peace, colonel. the
1: peace corps is spelled the same way. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I hate the word colonel. Because it says colonel. Exactly. Yeah, Moving probably. on. The um, English language is the worst. It is the
0: worst. He He voiced Mickey... Oh, Disney voiced Mickey from 1928 to 1947. He never actually drew Mickey in any films, though. Okay, his animators always did that. He was actually not a great a, artist, a, as good an artist, you know, as any of his animators. Um, he had a wonderful mind. He drove his daughters to school every day, even when you know he was old and had drivers and had handmaids and whatever. Aww. He always drove his daughters, his two daughters, to school. When he died in 1966, oh, I wrote that down. We didn't even fact check that. You fool, dang it, you're falling into my trap. Uh, and 25% of his estate went to Cal Arts, um, a small private school in California. Did, does that ring a bell to you at all? Cal not, Arts, not really. So, Cal Arts is kind of a big deal because you know, back then it was tiny, mm-hmm. but that would then go on to produce some of the greatest animators ever, really. John Lasseter. You wow. Know, of Toy Story, um, A Bug's Life, whatever. Um, he also was, you know, the lead creative director of Pixar and then mm-hmm. of Disney Animation for a while. Pete Docter. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he did Monsters, Inc. And uh, he also did Inside Out. Phenomenal. Andrew Stanton. Mm-hmm. Finding Nemo. A couple others. Brad Bird. The Incredibles. And a couple of DreamWorks films. Iron Giant. Oh. I love Iron Giant. Which may come up in next week's episode of Smiley. Underrated... Wait, no wait, that's, no, not, wait, a that's not a Disney film. Someday okay. it'll it's come a future up. Episode. So. That'll come up if we ever do a <laughs> best animated non Disney films, which will happen someday. Yep Tim Burton, also wow. from that from that CalArts, and actors like Allison Bree and Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. So yeah. Anyway, that's that's some facts. Yeah. I I would just oh my gosh, that would be such a dream. He's not actually cryo frozen. Yeah, no, this says he was cremated. Thing, yeah, he was cremated, for sure.
1: Cool. Alright. Last pick, Perry. Last, Last one. My number one, and I'm not planning this day. I want them to plan it for me. Okay. Number one person in the world that I want to hang out with is Ellen DeGeneres. Love it. I think she is one of the funniest persons to ever walk the planet. Um, she's so kind. Except when maybe having political debates, but don't worry about that. <laughs> um. I think you look at... She also has, like, paved the way. I think she first off has, so let's be honest, Lucille Ball, which you previously mentioned. I have. Paved the way for female comedians. Yes. Um, and I think Ellen DeGeneres has taken that to a whole new level. Mm. Um, she had her own TV show for a while back in the 90s. Sure. Was um, she not
0: anymore? The only no show? It, it was a sitcom.
1: Oh, I yeah, see. she had her own sitcom in the 90s, which she wrote, produced. Um, all this stuff was hers. And actually, her public... Coming out mm-hmm. as as lesbian was on that show, mm-hmm. which is unheard of. Yeah, that is as far as a public claim. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I think that show ran like three seasons or something like that. Um, and then, uh, in I believe it would be 2002 or three, the Ellen Show started. Yeah. And they are on their seventeenth season. I would say she's the most popular uh, talk show host now. I think.
0: Up there, for sure. Up there,
1: for sure. Um, but I can't think of anything more fun than having Ellen DeGeneres lead you around for a day.
0: She would be a ball of It would
1: be so much fun. Who knows what you would get into. Yeah. Like, I mean, she, like... <laughs> my favorite Ellen DeGeneres thing is when she does, like, the dancing behind people in public. Have you seen that? No. She sends, like, her... Some of her, empl- like, employees out. And they video them just, like, dancing behind random people in, like, supermarkets and grocery stores <laughs> and waiting for, until people look, and they're like, what are you doing? And it's just so funny. There's videos of her. She just scares her, like, producers and stuff, like, j- jump scares them all the time. Yeah. Oh, she's just hilarious.
0: Yeah, um, she's
1: funny. She also has, like, the highest honor that a civilian in the United States can get. Yeah, so she has the, the Medal of Freeman, which was given to her by... Freedom. Medal of 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 Freedom. <laughs> Medal of Freedom. There go. <laughs> which is the highest honor a civilian can get. She was uh, President Obama gave that to her in I believe like 2016 or something like that. Um for her advocacy of LGBTQ issues um as well as, and he he cite when Obama is giving her this award he cites just how she brings a smile to everyone she sees. This is true. And
0: yeah, I think you can that,
1: forget Dory. Who can forget Dory? Who can forget Dory? I think Dory could forget Dory. Maybe. Really, honestly, the only reason I went to see uh, Finding Dory was the fact that it was Ellen as the voice.
0: Finding, like, the second one? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... Other than that, not great. Yeah, but like, other than that movie, not great, but, yeah, she's funny.
1: Yeah, she's funny. She's just
0: genuinely funny as also,
1: a as human. She has very clean stand-up routines that you can watch. Good. Yeah, which yeah is I appreciate like, that. When When you can be funny and not use profanities... That's amazing. Yeah. Because so much of society leans on that now.
0: Yeah. But with with not only that, but with, you know, yeah, but rap and yeah. comedy, those, apparently you can't but do those. Ellen
1: that. just says, I'm going to be funny regardless. Mm-hmm. Sure, she's got some vulgar jokes here and there. So do I. <laughs> um, Yeah, big fan. Big Ellen guy. Big Ellen guy. Big Ellen guy. Big Ellen guy. All right. Yeah.
0: Well, I like the pick. It's a good one. Um, Well, let's do a quick recap here. Let's do it. Number five for me, in my top five people to hang out with, uh, was watch a football game with Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Number four was go on a voyage with Marco Polo and bring back some some rigatoni.
1: <laughs> Gosh
0: dang it! Um, have dinner with Lucille Ball, maybe some maybe at an Italian place. Oh okay. After Marco and I bring back the rigatoni, um, play golf with Bill Murray. Yeah. Hopefully win, but you know, fun will be had. Fun will be had. Finally, walk through Disney World with Walt Disney.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just none of these will happen. No, and none then will mine. Happen, but I wish they would. Yeah, mine would be have coffee with Mike Joy, who, if you forgotten already, because he's irrelevant to your life, is an Oscar commentator for the ages. Go on a road trip to Disney World with Baker Mayfield. Mm. Um, go on a scenic jog with Allison Felix. Go to work with Tony Stewart, and last but not least, have Ellen DeGeneres. Lead me in a day of fun. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah. You guys tell us who you want to hang Absolutely. out with. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Little recap. Uh, last week's episode, the po- the uh, the polls up, correct, mm-hmm. to see who won in the TV shows we watched as kids draft. Oh yes, that is up. correct. And then the week before, that poll is now closed for the comedies draft. We thought Trevor would win. I thought Trevor would win. I did not think West would win, but he did. But Wes won. And ironically, Trevor, got, Trevor got last somehow. So Wait, Trevor got last? He did. After Who voted I, for you? After I added from the Instagram poll <laughs> from and the face- from the Facebook poll from the monkey surveys or whatever, survey monkey, uh, I think the final was like, you had ten, I had five, Trevor had four, or something like that. Wow. Yeah.
1: That is some shade that was thrown to Trevor. Yeah, I think his picks were Trevor probably won- the best. Because Trevor easily, <laughs>
0: easily won. I mean, if I was picking five to watch... Like, to laugh, it would be Trevor's. Yeah. If, I was, like, if you take away my own personal, like, love for a couple of my movies aside,
1: Trevor's were the funniest. Wow. This is just like back in the like the mid-2000s when we'd watch American Idol and, like, the best singer would get voted off. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is just like that.
0: Yeah. Strange. But that happened. This so is how America Congrats, works. Wes. You won that poll. That is a fat dub. We're going to mark that up. We're going to mark that up. Uh, if you didn't, didn't catch last week, the winner of our poll with my sister, Abby, um for the TV shows we watch as kids, is going to receive a Banter I Hardly Know Her laptop sticker. If you'd like one of those... Let us know. Let us know. We can hook you up. Um, Anyway, next week on the pod is going to be a Disney-related topic. Uh, Finally. So a Perry Finally. favorite. A Perry favorite. Yes. Uh, if you if you didn't catch that, I like Disney. Ha! <laughs> Breaking news. Um, he it's is be, Disney. <laughs> basically. Top 10 underrated... Green. Disney movies, Disney mm. animation specifically, but we're gonna go animate, we're gonna go Disney animation, we're gonna go Pixar, we're gonna go any animated movie made by Disney. Give you a sneak peek. There's no
1: Pixar on my list. Ooh, no. really?
0: Okay. And there's also we're gonna go with a few just a couple overrated ones, too. Yep. You know, there's not that many, from my opinion, so we're just gonna go three of those. Tune in. You're not gonna wanna miss that episode. No, it'll be fun. It's gonna be great. All right. Uh Wes? It...
1: yeah. What? Stay humble. Stay hungry. And stay, stay hydrated. hydrated.